Are you in a situation where you just don't have enough time to fix your own credit? Maybe you're just not that confident in disputing those negative items. Or maybe you just don't have enough time. Well, I got the solution for you. Cat Credit Repair Done For You services are back. If you DM CA Tactics LLC the word repair, you'll get a free consultation with us. Free consultation and we'll assess your situation. Right? So you got to understand the reason why your credit score is where it's at is because you ain't get with cat. So get with cat and we're going to make it like that. DM us the word repair on the IG CA Tactics LLC. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast or CAT where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to a new episode. Let's get straight to it. As you can see in the title, we're going to go straight to the basics. I'm still on this no man left behind tour or no woman left behind tour. I was talking about it recently. I think I might have said it on last episode, actually, or maybe it was IG. I don't even remember. But basically, as new people find us every day, every week, whatever, it's certain things that people don't know about credit. This is episode 45, right? I don't know if everybody's going all the way to episode two and three where I was talking about the basics. So what we're going to do is we're going to take it back to the basics today and we're going to just explain a credit score, credit score, explain whatever I titled the episode. But we're just going to talk about the basics. This is going to be a review for some of y'all. This is going to be new information for some of y'all because I understand that not everybody knows what's going on with credit. Right. We're not here to judge nobody. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And yeah, I just encourage you to stay, even if you know all of these different components and just just take it as a review and listen to different episodes as well. So this episode is reaching out to my people that just need the basics again. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we just need a reminder. You feel me? So that's what this episode is about today. And then next week, we're going to have a guest on the podcast and we're going to be talking about business credit. So it's important that we understand the basics of personal credit before we get into that episode. So updates, power, season finale. Y'all know what time it is with power. So I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to watch it. And yeah, I'm assuming that it's going to be crazy, a crazy episode. I just wanted to announce that because y'all know I watch power. Y'all know I love watching power. And I know that they're going to start. They're going to start the one with Tommy. I don't know if it's this weekend. I think it is this weekend, actually. So, yeah, I think they're going to start that one. Um, Y'all probably saw my stories. I was in Houston. Houston, Texas, to celebrate my birthday weekend. My birthday did not happen yet. My birthday is on Tuesday, February 8th. And speaking of February 8th, you know, it's February 8th in 2022. I was looking back at when I actually started being consistent with the episodes because, you know, when I first started in April, if you look at the dates, you can see like I was on and off and all that. You know what I'm saying? So I got consistent August 22nd. Right. So let, let, let's look at numbers real quick. 
So August 22nd. August represents eight, right? Or it is eight. Eight twenty-two. So August 22nd, eight twenty-two. And then my my birthday is February 8th, and we're in 2022. So 822, 822, you feel me? So yeah, I was just I was just looking at numbers real quick and I saw that and I was like, that's kind of crazy. That's like a crazy coincidence. But yeah, so shoot. Cheers to more consistency, you feel me? So yeah, y'all saw I was in Houston. Y'all saw I was rolling with the Rolls Royce. Y'all know, you know, what time it is with that. And that just goes to show you, man, you know, not only what you can do with like manufacturer spending and things like that, because when you understand the whole manufacturer spending game, you understand that the whole Rolls Royce or whatever whip you want to do, you could do all that stuff for free. You feel me? So just really keep that in mind. If y'all haven't gotten the Cat MS Secrets course, speaking of MS, go ahead and grab that. The course is officially out. And I want to give y'all a discount code. So if you're listening to the episode right now, go ahead and DM me. What should y'all DM me? Just say Cat MS, right? DM me Cat MS and I'll give y'all a discount code that should, you know, really be beneficial. Don't DM me if you're not ready to invest, though. That's that's the thing that, you know, I can't stand. Don't be DMing me if you're not even ready to invest in anything, right? And of course, it's $1,000, but, you know, I'll give y'all a discount code. But if you're not even ready to invest in the first place, don't even DM me. Because if you DM me, you're wasting my time, you're wasting your time, and then I'm not going to reply to your DM afterwards. So have respect for yourself before you enter my DMs. All right, so there is that. Um, what else do I got? What else do I got? I think that's pretty much it. Go ahead and follow us, CA Tactics LLC, the business page. Go ahead and follow my personal page if you want, M-I-C-H-O-B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N, at Mike O. Benjamin. And with that being said, man, let's get straight to the episode with the basics after the message. If you're not doing manufacturer spending right now, you tripping. And I got a free guide for you. Go to catacticsllc.com. Go to free MS 101 guide. Free MS 101 guide. You're going to learn about manufacturer spending if you don't already know about it. If you do know about it, you're going to be more elite at manufacturer spending. catacticsllc.com. Get the free MS 101 guide. Conveniently created for you. Enjoy the episode. All right, listen, let's get straight to it. Credit score explained, right? So if you don't know, I'm assuming you do know, but a credit score, it ranges from 300 to 850. Your credit score is basically what determines how worthy you are of a lender, of being lended money and things like that. So really just keep that in mind. If you don't know the different components, number one, let's start with let's start off with payment history. So payment history is 35% of your score. Payment history is 35% of your score. So payment history is over a third of your score. So obviously, with payment history, you want to make sure that your payment history is where it needs to be. Where does your payment history need to be? Your payment history needs to be at 100%. You need to have the best payment history because your payment history is going to determine a majority of your situation when it comes to your credit score, right? So really just understand with the whole payment history, 
you want to make sure that that is 100%. If it is not 100%, you're going to want to figure out what you can do to make it 100%. Whether that is figure out how to remove those uh, late payments. If we have deletion letters on catactusllc.com. And you can go ahead and grab that or continue having your late payments if you don't know how to fix it. You can remove the specific late payments or you can remove the entire account. But we're going to go into more data points and figure out why it might be tricky, you know what I'm saying, as far as if you want to remove those late payments or, as I mean, as far as you want, if you want to remove the entire account or if you want to keep it because of history. So payment history, 35%. Write that down, you know, write that, keep it in memory. If you don't know that, payment history, 35%. All right, next data point or next component is your utilization rate. Your utilization rate is your debt. Your debt utilization rate. What is your debt utilization rate? Your debt utilization rate is basically the percentage that you're using of your credit cards, your debt, right? So let's say you have two credit cards. Both are 5000 a piece. One of them, you have 1000 on it. And then one of them, you have um, 2000 on it, right? So the 1000 card, that's going to have a utilization rate of what? 1,000 divided by, out, out of that 5,000, what is that? 20%. The 2,000 one, what is that going to be? 2,000 out of that 5,000, that's going to be 40%. But what's going to report as your utilization rate is the total. So you have five. You have a 5,000 card, you have a 5,000 card, you have a total of 10,000. The overall, 2 plus 1 is 3. So 3,000 out of that 10,000. So your overall utilization rate is going to be 30,000. I mean, I said 30,000. 30%. Y'all know what I mean. Damn. All right. So 30%, right? So 30%, 3,000 out of that 10,000 is going to be 30, 30%. But the thing with your debt utilization rate, they say the average is 30%. But when you listen to the CAP podcast, you want to be at less than 10%. You want to be at less than 10%. Why do we want to be at less than 10%? Because we're maximizing the amount of points that we can actually get within our data points. So we got 35% from the payment history, right? And then we got 30% from the debt utilization rate. So how much is that? We already had two thirds, 65%. 66% is two thirds of something, right? So we damn near two thirds of the way into our score just based off of two factors. So you really want to make sure, you really, really want to make sure your payment history is handled your debt utilization rate is handled. Make sure that utilization rate is handled. If you don't know how to hide your utilization rate, I put out a free training. You're going to want to go to catacticsllc.com. catacticsllc.com. Depending on when the podcast is out, it could be in a different section on the website, but just go to catacticsllc.com and then look look for how to never pay interest on your credit card again. It's like a mini course that I put out. And it gives you the information on that. Oh, this is what I forgot to update too. So I think I mentioned it already, but I have a free freebie for y'all. Same thing on the web. It's same on a, it's on a website as well. Four steps to building a perfect credit profile, and it's gonna it's gonna be really helpful for y'all. So go ahead and grab that. It will it'll help your situation as far as understanding credit, credit literacy, and everything. And that's another thing I forgot to update. So on my birthday, my birthday, my birthday, my birthday, 
I'm gonna be doing I'm gonna be doing a sale, right? So y'all gonna wanna definitely tap into that. I still gotta figure out what I'm gonna finalize in that sale, but I'm thinking of bundling a mini credit course and maybe something else. And it's gonna it's gonna be like twenty eight dollars and twenty two cents to represent February eighth, twenty twenty two. So if you got if you got $28.22, you know, make sure you tap in on my birthday, which is Tuesday, February 8th. If you're listening on, you know, on time on Sunday or Monday, make sure you tap in. Look out for that. That's going to be there. If you ever got value from me on the podcast, you're definitely going to get value from that mini course or at least, you know, just look out for somebody on their birthday that's giving y'all tons and tons of value. You feel me? I ain't telling y'all to spend $8,000, $20,000. Or invest $8,000, $20,000, I'm saying invest less than $30. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all want to support, go ahead and uh, make sure that you got that so that you can come and support. But yeah, where was I at? So 30% is your debt utilization rate. 35% is your payment history. So those are two data points, right? So now what we're going to go to is we're going to go to 15%, which is the length of your credit history. The length of your credit history is basically the average age of your accounts. This is where I talked about it could be like a double-edged sword as far as if you want to remove an entire account when it comes to late payments. Because if you remove an entire account, we know that your payment history is 35%, but your average age is 15%. So you're going to reduce you know, the age, positive age of your accounts, right? depending on the account. So just really keep that in mind when it comes to removing negative accounts. That also goes for closed accounts. When you got a closed account, you might not necessarily want to remove it, especially if it's your oldest account, right? So you got to remember that age is very, very important when it comes to credit. Age is very, very important when it comes to credit. Age is very, very important when it comes to credit. So really keep that in mind. You want to basically make sure that you have at least, I want to say like, if you got four years of history, five years of history, you're good to go as far as getting approvals and things of that nature. So if you don't got the age, obviously what you can do, you can be added as an authorized user, um, a trade line, you can get a, you a trade line, be added as an authorized user, that'll beef up your account. But that is the last thing you want to do because you know a trade line will fall off within 30 to 45 days or whatever terms you have with that person that's adding you, right? I'm talking about if you buy a trade line. If you know somebody and they just keep you on, you know, they keep you on or whatever, but just really understand, you want to make sure that if you're adding a trade line, it's the last thing you do before you go ahead and get funding. Because we're talking about a credit score explained right now, but the whole goal that I want y'all to really have in mind is to get funding. When I say funding, I'm talking about credit cards. The reason why you want to get credit card funding is because credit card funding is going to influence a lot of times your business funding, your business credit cards and things like that. And we're going to discuss that in next week's episode. That's why I wanted to go back to the basics, not only because I know we're going to be discussing business credit next week, but I know that new people find me here and there. And I know not everybody's going to scroll all the way down to the basic episodes and the way y'all be DMing me. Y'all be DMing me some very, very basic questions sometimes. So I'm just like, let me just break it down again so that nobody is left behind. So hopefully that makes sense. And 
Yeah, so we're 80% in, right? So 30% is our debt utilization rate. 35% is our payment history. 15% is our average age. So we want to make sure that we have a lot of age, a good, a good amount of age. And if you never had a credit score before, before um, it's going to take you know about six months to generate that score. So just really understand one of the things with credit is you want to just be patient. Sounds very simple. You may hear it a lot. You may have heard it a lot from me, but sometimes you just need that reminder. You just want to be patient. So really just be patient. Really understand to be consistent, and then you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that uh, credit score generated. So just be consistent, and you'll get there. So we eighty percent in, right? Ten percent is your credit mix. What is your credit mix? What kind of mixture are we talking about? So with the credit, they want to see you have a lot of different accounts, not just the number, but the type of accounts you have. Not just the number, but the type of accounts that you have. What do they mean by types of accounts that you have? So you want to have revolving accounts and you want to have installment accounts. A revolving account, an example, is a credit card. So if you can have at least two, three credit cards on your profile, you're going to look, you're going to look good, right? If they have at least you know $2,500 $2, limit, that's going to look good when you're going into things like funding, business funding, and things of that nature, right? And that's the whole purpose of credit. We want to be able to put ourselves in a position to where we can use it because these banks are going to give you money. It's just that you got to have the right data points. You got to have the right setup. So yeah, keep that in mind. So we got 10% on that, right? 10% on the credit mix. So we want to have revolving accounts, which is like credit cards, like I said, and then we want to have installment accounts. What are installment accounts? Installment accounts are things like student loans. So this is where having student loans is good, but again, everything is a double-edged sword. How can having student loans be a double-edged sword as far as on the bad side? The bad side is if you didn't have good payment history. A lot of people, I would say most people that I come across, they need to remove their student loans because they wasn't paying on them student loans, so the payment history is terrible. You know what I'm saying? So... With the whole student loan thing, you got to just assess your own situation. Credit is not a one-size-fits-all thing. From the fact of what you need to fix, from the fact of what will help you get, get it fixed. What will help you get it fixed, meaning that somebody might just have to simply send a debt validation letter and then they can get an item removed. Whereas somebody else might have to go like eight rounds of disputing. They did an FTC report. They used these consumer laws. They did this, that, and the third. So it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. So you just got to assess your own situation and understand that when you're listening to the podcast, when you're listening to different information, just apply it to your own unique situation because everybody's different. So yeah, you want to have installment accounts, um, installment loans. So that could be like an auto loan as well. And you want to have car credit history if you care about establishing different tiers as far as your credit. So... One thing about credit that a lot of people sleep on is the fact that your score doesn't your score doesn't matter when it comes to auto loan history, when it comes to getting approved for that car. What they care about more is auto credit history or auto loan history. They want to know that, that you've managed an auto loan before. If you got an 800 credit score and you go to the dealership, you ain't ever had no auto loan reporting on your account versus somebody that has like a 700, but they have a 30,000 auto loan that they have that says paid in full. They're going to go with Mr. or Mrs. Paid in Full that has that little 700 compared to that 800 person because they've established and shown that they have 
auto loan history and that they can manage that auto loan. So you want to be put in a position to where you can manage that auto loan. You want to be put in a position to where you have a diverse amount of accounts, right? So one thing you could do too, you could purchase an auto trade line, the same way that you could purchase a trade line for an account. But just really understand within your own particular situation. Because if you don't even care about establishing auto loan history, maybe you just want to get vehicles in your business name and you want to do it only with your EIN. Or you just want or you just want to you want to PG it, but you wanna not really care about it on a personal side. I wouldn't blame you. That's a different approach. Because at the end of the day, you could do more on the business side. So you don't necessarily need to be taking out auto loans. But if you want to establish auto loan history, one way you can do is you can go to swapalease.com. You can pick up somebody else's lease, have that thing reporting on your report, pay it off, paid in full, you go from there. Now you have a $30,000 auto loan paid off. Now when you go to the dealership, you ask for a $50,000, $60,000 loan. They're not going to look at you crazy. You know what I'm saying? So really understand that as far as the credit mix. So once we have that good credit mix, we have all the accounts. If you don't know what types of accounts to get, as far as like primary accounts, you can go to catagdisllc.com. I got a cat credit builder guide for y'all, and it has over 10 accounts for y'all to sign up for. And the thing with credit, you want to have at least 10 positive reporting accounts. It's not like, oh, you have to have 10 positive reporting accounts or you won't get approved. It's just a rule of thumb. You want to have at least 10 positive reporting accounts because that puts us in a safe space as far as limiting the likelihood of getting denied when we go for funding. Credit card funding uh, on the personal side, on the business side, et cetera, right? So when you're, when you're PGing on the business side. So yeah, just keep that in mind. So the last 10%, the last 10% is new credit. When I say new credit, I'm talking about inquiries. So when you take a look at your credit score, your credit profile, you're going to get a soft inquiry. That's not going to affect your credit score or your credit profile. Your hard inquiries are, is, is going to be what affects it, right? And with the hard inquiries, you want to have at least not more than like two to three when you're going for funding, because basically the more inquiries you have, the more thirsty you look. You don't want to look thirsty to these banks. Because banks love giving money to people that don't even need the money. So I would say don't have more than two to three, maybe four max per bureau. But really just understand that it's a matter of not looking thirsty to the banks. Because when you don't look thirsty, then they're going to be coming to you. It's just like it's just like a, a concept in life. When you're just chilling, it's like that's when things seem to happen. But when you overly thirsty, it's like things not going to happen in your favor. So really just just let it come to you type stuff. So that's that's basically what you're doing when you're preparing your report and making sure that you have no more than a max of like four inquiries per bureau because you start to look risky. The banks are going to be like, why is this person applying for so much? You know, so you got to really put yourself in a position to where you don't look crazy applying for hella stuff. So that's going to be 10% of your score. To be honest, as far as like your score... You don't really need to worry too much about inquiries because it's not going to decrease your score too much. But y'all got all the episodes on how to remove all inquiries. So, you know, keep that in mind. But yeah, man, I just wanted to give y'all a reminder as far as the structure of a credit report and just kind of explain the credit score because, you know, that that, that's what factors into your credit score. And then on top of that, y'all got to realize that there are different credit scores. 
So there is a FICO score. The FICO score is what these banks are using. The FICO score is what these banks are using when they want to figure out uh, if they want to lend to you. You may see the Vantage 3.0 score. That score is what Credit Karma uses. That is not the score that is used when you're looking at getting approved. So understand to keep that in mind. Credit Karma should be used as a guide. Credit Karma should be used as a guide, a resource. It shouldn't be used as a be-all, end-all. Don't look at Credit Karma as the be-all, end-all because it is a Vantage 3.0 score. When you see, Anytime you see Vantage score, understand that is not your official credit score. Your official credit score that lenders, financial institutions use that you need to care about is your FICO score. FICO score. FICO, 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 right? FICO score, not um, Vantage score. So keep that in mind. Until April 2022, you can go get all three of your reports on uh, freeannualcreditreport.com. So you can Google that or go to that website and you can pull all your credit reports. The the most important thing with the credit report, you got to figure out what is on your report, right? So once you figure out what is on your report, then you can figure out how can we diagnose the situation and fix what's going on with our current situation. So the first step is knowing what's on there. I think a majority of y'all that's listening to me, you pulled your credit reports, so you know what time it is, but just really understand you can pull all your credit reports once per week until April 2022. And what else I got for y'all? I think I think those are just the main basics I wanted to have for y'all. If y'all longtime listeners of the podcast, I'm pretty sure this was review for you, but definitely go ahead and share this episode with somebody, maybe in your family that doesn't know about credit. You probably listening to my podcast if you're a long-time listener, you probably listen to my podcast every week. You probably may be the only one or one of the few in your circle and your family that knows all of these stuff we've been talking about for a while on a podcast about credit. So if that is the case, bring everyone around you up to speed. Give them this introductory episode and really just, you know, pass along the information because hiding information from somebody that is going to help their situation, that's a form of hating. So don't be a hater. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and share the episode with them so that they understand the difference between a Vantage score and a FICO score. They understand that when they're looking at their credit karma, I know y'all love those green scores on the credit karma. When they're looking at their credit karma, make sure that they understand that that is an estimate. It's not the actual score that these banks is going to look at. So when you go to Experian.com, you sign up, they're going to show you your FICO score. That's the score that um, the banks are going to actually assess you on. Right. So really understand your FICO score is what matters. Really pass this episode along so people know the different credit factors. So people know that your score doesn't necessarily matter. It's more about your data points. It's more about hitting all five of those data points, your payment history. Right. Your utilization rate, your um, average age, your credit mix, your inquiries. Right. Just making sure you hit all those data points, because a lot of people out here, they they walking around thinking, that you know, Everything is sweet, like, oh, I got an 800 credit score, but you don't got a 10 positive accounts, so you already lost. You know what I'm saying? This person over here that got a 700 or something, while their score might be lower than yours because you just added a trade line, they actually got all the data points, so make sure you satisfy all the data points. One of the common misconceptions is, oh, my score is good, so my credit is good. That is not, that is not the truth. Remember episode three, I dropped it. Your credit score does not matter. That was one of the most popular episodes, right? So y'all just really understand the different factors that factor into your credit score. 
So yeah, man, this is the episode credit score, credit score explained. We're going to keep the consistency. We're going to keep it flowing. Hopefully y'all have a blessed one. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with CAP. So get with CAP and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.